Hello. I want to talk about something that I read a couple of days ago and it just struck a chord with me and I thought this is a story that has to be told over and over again in spite of its uh, tragic content. So this is a first person account of a suicide survivor. Suicide survivor is one who actually survives the suicide of their loved ones. So here is this brother who is talking about Jordan, the guy who commits suicide because of his struggle with mental health. So let's look at this, the portrait of two brothers is just an amazing, um, you know, collage of pictures and I have two boys myself so I just, when, the, when I see these kids smiling it just makes me so happy. Um, and the love of the older brother for the younger one, it's just so amazing. So the younger brother, he is the one, um, Jordan, who ends up uh, taking his own life. So let's see what Patrick has to say. And Jordan is the one who commits suicide, who committed suicide. So again, a trigger warning, guys. This first person column contains details about suicide. So Jordan D. Bennon is the 26 year old child who commits suicide and, uh, and Patrick finds him in his apartment and it is too late to stop his suicide. He was 26 years old. So Jordan is uh, the younger brother and Patrick is narrating this as a suicide survivor. He says it's never enough to counter the perceived shame that comes with my family's loss. You know, what do others who see this kind of a family think? Were you not noticing signs? Couldn't you have done enough? You know, there is a lot of shame associated with loss and that is what Patrick is going through right now along with his family. So growing up, Jordan and I used to talk all the time about suicide and our struggles with mental well-being. So this has been an open conversation among the boys and in their family, even though they are Filipino and it is a taboo to talk about such topics out in the open. Um, so here it is uh, their childhood picture. So, so if you look at this, maybe the stigma around the uncomfortable reality of suicide is what makes it hard to speak of Jordan as heroic and inspiring. If you notice what is happening, the dichotomy of uh, oh, suicide is just a cowardly act or uh, how did your family not notice what was going to come. You know, all these vicious um, comments and around that if you are considering your brother who just killed himself as a hero, uh, the dichotomy of that is what bothers Patrick. But he just wants to be true to himself when he says that he inspired him in a lot of ways and his memory continues to inspire him in more ways than one. So Patrick uh, DeBellin is a um, poet and he is a writer and it's just uh, amazing to see his writings. Every physical connection ends in separation. Living is a testament to all the things temporary. You know, we, we know all these things. These are the realities of life and he puts them all together so well. It's just uh, amazing. So as we go through, again, he describes why Jordan was his hero because of how he fought back. Just how did he fight back? Let's see. 
So Jordan, when he was alive, he confronted his feelings of inadequacy, fear and self-hatred in the most honest way I've ever seen. He would have difficult conversations about feeling vulnerable with our Lola, grandmother and family members of all ages, which was a challenge because mental health is generally a taboo topic for many Filipinos. So I am Indian and I know exactly what they are talking about when mental health is considered a taboo topic. And uh, we have to do so much to change that and I think Patrick here is doing it in his brother's memory. We have to continue talking about how we are feeling because it is very, very important. It affects us in so many ways, not just us, but those around us. And uh, here, this is uh, them. Jordan is the one who is standing up and Patrick is the guy here who is writing this essay. Okay, so today, as a result of what has happened, I'm seeing family members in both Philippines and Canada dedicate themselves to being present, right here, right now, in the moment. They're exploring therapy, using art to heal, and sitting down with their friends to have real conversations. I think this is the biggest win that Patrick can hope coming out of that terrible, terrible loss of missing his brother forever as long as he is alive on this planet. But... Uh, I think this is a great way of looking at hope and what has come out of this tragedy. So let's look at uh, Paul again. Uh, his father, mother and he actually sit down on the shores of uh, an island and they write letters to him. He wrote letters to you on the island, stuffed it in a bottle with a cigarette, threw it off the coast of a beach in Batangas. I think dad would agree, it was the best thing we never wanted to write. So here it is, the hope of why he is speaking up is because even if it helps one other person, it will be worth it. It is also our way of keeping his memory alive, for now his one year old son. So his nephew is the one who is bringing the family together. And my nephew will have plenty of stories about his pops instead of only the st story of his suicide. So this reminds me of uh, another great moth story I had heard a few years ago and I just want to post the link of that. Um, it's, it's just really amazing the kind of bond that brothers share and uh, if they are able to understand that the other one is feeling a little low, how can they cheer them up? So here Mr. Om Chaudhary is actually talking about uh, love of a little brother and he says that uh, you know, when he his whole world comes crashing down, this is what happens when he sees, when he gets a call saying that the brother is in freezing Pittsburgh, he's in the freezing airport at Pittsburgh and waiting for him to pick him up. Um, at that point, they were just miles and miles away uh, across continents and then the little brother just shows up in a matter of less than 48 hours to cheer up his older brother. Uh, I rush across all the traffic, I go to the airport and I see, um, I see this guy who's clad in jeans, or blue jeans, a shirt that says world's clowniest brother ever, which he himself, he himself made it up and the only thing he brought with him that day halfway across the globe was his visa, his passport and two hats, two clown hats and he tells me, I know it's really snowy out there but how about we go and us two clowns have that piece of ice cream that we always wanted. 
So um, I highly recommend you guys to watch this and uh, I also want to post a mental health uh, resources link here. Please we are all precious, we need to start talking, we need to talk and our loved ones deserve to know how we feel. Thank you.